Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. You're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter Podcast, presented by Northcore Grains. One of your hosts this week, Jeffrey Guy, joined again by the big kahuna. Hello, everybody. It's Dwight here. Glad to be with you together on a Friday afternoon. I think it's sunny out right now. That rare thing we see the sun. <laughs> My goodness, don't, uh, by the end of this podcast, it could be raining. That's uh, that's where he was at the plowing match a couple days this week. Wow, that was a big uh, big hit. I think everybody from the office here made it to the plowing match almost. It's a it's a great local thing. Thank you to all the volunteers who helped to put that on. Takes so. a takes a huge community to to put something of that size on. And yes, I agree, Jeff. Thank you very much for all the volunteers. So let's get into the markets this week. Uh, corn was basically flat, up about two dollars for the week. Soybeans, oh, up harvest soybeans, only about $4. Spring wheat up about $10, near 20 for next year. And uh, winter wheat was up just over $10. The, uh, we're looking at some of the things that helped to drive that. Uh, oil, crude oil prices are coming down. I think we see a little bit of that at the gas stations. But oil, crude oil per barrel closed under $80 today. Actually, under $79. 78.88 was the last number I seen. That's down about seven dollars for the week. Pretty massive change for the week, almost ten percent. Our Canadian exchange rate is down about two hundred basis points for the week. We we're closing today at like seventy-three and a half cents. Um, so those lower. The lower value of our Canadian dollar, there is a plus to that, Dwight, for our farmers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're seeing some nice basis improvement uh, this week. And uh, and you made some adjustments, uh, Jeff, didn't you? Yeah, so the basis come up. And so when I said earlier there about prices of corn and soybeans just up a little bit, that's all basis improvement in there. Right. So, right. The, uh, so the futures didn't do much of the lifting this week. No, it's more of the basis side. So interest rates came up this week. That's uh, The U.S. did put up their their base uh, basis, blah, their base rate by about 75 points. Countries in Europe and Asia have followed, have followed suit in that. So with so rising interest rates bring out economic slowdown thoughts in the markets. And what's the big R word? Russia, Russia. Uh, yeah, but on for interest rates, it's recession, recession. <laughs> <laughs> Set you up there, Dwight. So soon we're going to talk about Russia. But so when there's global thoughts of a recession, economic slowdowns, it seems that a lot of money flows to the U.S. That increases the value of the U.S. currency and that decreases the value of lots of currencies and which ours is in there. So that's why the big thing why our, why our currency value is less this week and interest rates are up. But, well, let's get into Russia. I don't want to talk about economics all day. So Russia, there's lots of news coming out of Russia this week. There's Putin had more talk, more negative talk about ex- extending the trade agreement that they have between uh, Ukraine and Russia and the UN there and that agreement when's that supposed to end Dwight yeah maybe another month maybe uh, five weeks isn't yeah it? right uh, around the, the end, end of, of October right yeah right around that the end of October so you know there's a big uh, negative for the Ukraine other negatives you know Russia is they're increasing their war efforts this week they're I think they Called up, it was in the news, 300,000 troops, reservists yeah. called up. Yeah, did uh, you also notice that uh, the young men are, 
are leaving Russia in droves. They're getting a... What's that song say? Flying on a jet plane? <laughs> I'm leaving on a jet plane. They haven't sang on this thing for a long time. So, Yeah, so that's uh, that's a big negative for the war effort. Well, increase of war effort, negative for the Ukraine. Russia's also holding some referendums this week on some of the land that they've, uh, they're controlling in the Ukraine, looking to annex that land, the referendum saying, do you want to join Russia or not? I wonder what the referendums will say. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. Didn't didn't Turkey have a they they mentioned something about that in the press? Yeah, Turkey. The representatives from Turkey, the president has said uh, they will not uh, recognize any results out of the referendums because everybody knows they'll be fixed. So, and I think the last big negative thing that's come out of Russia, and you know, maybe this is just hot air, but. Uh, in Putin's one speech, he talked about using all means at their disposal to win the current conflict. It's not a war for them, remember, it's just a conflict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all means, Western media me- takes that to mean nuclear weapons. God forbid he ever does that. So, yeah. the, uh, so we talked about Russia, let's talk about wheat, because their biggest influence really right now when Ukraine's on the... The wheat market, we did say wheat prices were up about $10. Some of that was basis, but also some of that was the some risk premium coming back in of supply will be cut off from the Ukraine, really. Yeah, well, we know that he is not happy with the current arrangement. And, uh, you know, in six weeks' time, we'll see whether it gets uh, extended or not. And if it doesn't, that could really have an effect on the markets oh big time either way if it if it continues on that'll put pressure negative pressure on wheat and corn and if it if he cancels it oh it'll put you know positive things for for prices go up but also when we talk about wheat there's a, a record big crop in russia this year but the big you know that big crop they got to find a home for it and right now they're kind of struggling to find a home for it and how they're going to ship it is uh is another thing so you know that's so there's a a negative for wheat a positive or a negative depending on what you look at it in ukraine the u.s and the world stocks are you know this next year i think the usda is projecting the lowest stocks in 10 to 14 years between u.s and the world so that should be a positive for wheat well, you're saying also, Jeff, about that, that uh, things are not improving down there, right? So uh, they've started harvesting soybeans, and did you say that uh, things uh, things are not improving yield-wise? Well, no surprise out there? So when we jump into the corn and soybeans, so their, their crop ratings keep decreasing in the U.S. They've been decreasing by like a point the last few weeks. Each week, they're good to excellent ratings. That report comes out on Monday. So that's a positive for both the corn and soybean markets. You know, their decreased ratings. Corn, a big negative though for corn is the ethanol usage is slowing down in the States. They're, they didn't do as much driving this past summer as other years. And there's, uh, they're like they're producing at about 90% uh, of what they produced just a few months ago, really? the ethanol plants. And, mm-hmm. and I guess one little negative holding over or standing over the ethanol market is that possible rail strike in the u.s i know biden was taking a lot of positive press on that he helped to avert the strike but that strike's not adverted yet they're they have to vote on it and there seems to be a lot of uncertainty on whether the workers will say yes or no because 
think I read that somewhere over 50% of U.S. ethanol is carried on the railway system. Right. So it's uh, if there is a railway strike, that's going to really hurt the ethanol market and seems like they've been pulling back production. So, you know, we get back down there into, well, we've talked about the, the harvest has started for both corn and soybeans. Corn in the, well, both of them in the farther south and they have had more drought, I guess, this year, more hot, dry weather. So there's no great big yields coming out yet, but uh, time will tell on that one. There are some positives on the for the soybean market. You know, demand for soybean meal, the cash market for soybean meal remains really strong in the U.S. They've been paying a premium all through this past summer, really since last winter. Uh, the oil market remains strong. Even though crude oil is down, they're, they're using more and more biodiesel in the U.S., so that keeps the oil market strong. So, uh, you know, we, we talked just a couple weeks ago about how Soybean oil prices being directly related to crude oil, but now it seems to be even stronger than crude oil. Markets change, you know. So the soybean crush in the in the U.S. is remaining strong because of the demand for the two products. They're supposed to be a near a three dollar U.S. margin per bushel to run the crush, which is a historically a good, good strong number. Prices remain strong in China. You know, that's another positive for the soybean market. So there's a little more positives for the soybean market than, let's say, the corn market right now. Um, we jumped down to South America. What was, there was some news in South America this week. Yeah, I think uh, we heard that they're, they're starting to plant corn and beans down there, isn't it? Yeah, corn in Argentina, soybeans in Brazil. So the talk is the land in Argentina is pretty dry. Still, they kind of have an extended drought in that area, but the soybeans in Brazil have started. It uh, and remember what we talked about last week the projected crop of soybeans in Brazil this coming oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, let's bring it back locally here. Let's talk about the weather here. I'm very, very concerned about uh, an early frost. We don't need a frost here in September, do we, Jeff? We never need a frost in September. <laughs> There's a huge potential still out there in the fields if the sun would just shine and give us some of that solar, yeah, solar benefit the we we could see some some better uh, bushel weights jeff and test weights will that corn will keep pounding in the test weight soybeans will finish you know there there are some soy well a little bit of harvest has started on soybeans but uh we need the hot dry weather to finish up the soybeans yeah you know somebody said to me where's the sun been for the month of september and uh, boy it could have made such a difference you know if uh, if the sun had a shone but anyways, it is what it is. We can't change that, Jeff. We uh, we are available this weekend. If anybody does want to deliver soybeans, just call either Dolores, myself, or anybody, uh, and we'll uh, anybody here, and we'll uh, gladly come and uh, dump any soybeans if there's if there's somebody that does get going over the weekend. And other than that, do you got anything else, Jeff? No, I think that Mr. Sunshine, he'll be back. We're, we're going to get lots of great weather for our harvest yet. So uh, I hope so. Anyways, yeah. everybody, have a great, great weekend, and uh, stay safe if you're in the fields. And uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we're here to help you if there's anything you need. If you want to talk prices, you want to anything at all, that's what, what, our, what we're here for. One last plug for the farm or for the plowing match. It is on tomorrow, so uh, if you haven't made it out yet, Go visit them tomorrow. So everybody have a great week. Talk to you again soon. Bye for now.